Danny Small. Uh, I'm alongside today my co-hosts Matt Castillo and Chip Murphy. I'm just giving you a quick little intro here because the uh, the live intro we did got a little uh, we had a little technical difficulties. Some things got cut out. Uh, so let me just break it down the episode for you quick. We're going to be starting by talking about the possibility of a regular season restart and how that might affect the Knicks, and then we transition into talking about some possible playoff formats, uh, you know, the different reports that are coming out on that. And then we talk about whether or not this year's champion will have an asterisk next to their championship. So all that and more in a couple seconds here, my co-host Matt Castillo will take us away. And thanks again for listening. You know, I've heard rumors for the last several weeks that a restart of the NBA season is coming or, um, you know, I've heard that Disney is like the front runner to pick back up of uh, the NBA season and have it resume again. Uh, but more specifically here, uh, the New York teams have gotten permission to start back up. So, you know, the Knicks can go back into their training facilities. Brooklyn can go in their training facilities. Uh, and we wanted to talk a little bit about that, what this means moving forward uh, with the players being able to return know, what we would like to kind of see if they finish out, because there's still a lot, lot, lots in the air right now. We don't know if they're going to, you know, pick up from what, there was like 15 games left. We don't think that's going to happen, but they may make them play a few games. It's still kind of all murky right now with that. So we kind of wanted to talk about, you know, what our expectations that the teams are coming back to their facilities. Uh, and then, of course, as a way – kind of moving away a little bit of a generic kind of NBA talk, uh, the asterisk of what fans are saying could be an asterisk championship for a team that will win it this year. Uh, so we kind of wanted to get into that debate. But before we do, again, let's start off with the news that the Knicks uh, can go back to their training facilities uh, and what this means moving forward. And, Danny, I wanted to ask you first, you know, with them um, getting permission to kind of get back into it, at least gets you to feel like the season could be restarting and that we can actually see potentially the Knicks back in action, at least for a small bit of time. What are your thoughts behind that? Well, I think the Knicks are a team, you know, you you think about it, you know, how many of these teams that, you know, aren't going to be going to the playoffs, even in these, you know, we'll get into it, but the expanded playoffs and the playoffs plus those different scenarios, even, you know, all the teams that are, are not going to make that, you would think they would just, you know, it's better off, you know, cancel the rest of the season, you know, whatever it is, what it is, we're done. We don't need any more. But the Knicks are one of these weird, you know, kind of young teams that obviously they can come back, play like five regular season games or whatever it is, win a few games and screw up their lottery chances. So that's one thing that I think a lot of Knicks fans are probably thinking about. But on the other hand, and I guess the, uh, you know, the optimistic side, I'll play that, is, you know, even if they get five or six games, I think that can be, you know, really beneficial for some of these young guys. I mean, are they going to come back and play all the young guys 30 minutes a game? Who knows? 
judging by what we know from Mike Miller during the season, that probably won't happen. But there's a chance they come back. You have Mitch Robinson starting. You know, they put Kevin Knox in the starting lineup. Maybe they go with Frank for a little. Like, there's a chance that they could come back and use those five games as kind of a, uh, you know, a springboard going into the offseason, into the draft, and into next season. So I think the Knicks could benefit from – uh, like a little abbreviated end of the season type thing there. Uh, and it's also just <clears throat> with New York opening up, it's nice, you know, just kind of see us kind of moving forward. Um, but yeah, on the Knicks entirely, you know, they're kind of their scenario here. I think it could be a big benefit to them uh, just to have, you know, those extra games. Imagine five games of Mitchell Robinson starting. I know he's playing a ton coming off the bench, but eventually he's going to be a starter. So, you know, there's a bunch of little things they can kind of, you know, they can kind of look at and do and try. And Leon Rose will have a little more time to evaluate what he has because, um, you know, that was basically going to be his job for the rest of the season was just to look at, you know, who who stays, who goes, who's worth it, who's not. Um, and the Knicks can definitely, definitely get something out of it. But with all that said, if you're asking, you know, gun to my head, I don't think the Knicks are going to be playing. I think they're going to end up just going straight into, you know, playoffs. Playoff, right. I, uh, Chip, I want to ask you, because, uh, again, everything is kind of up in the air right now. We don't, we don't know what the heck is going to happen. I do know – I've seen Damian Lillard. Uh, said that if, if there's no possibility of the playoffs for him, he's not coming back to play any games. Uh, he's not looking for that at all. And, you know, details of this, and it's kind of hard. We're kind of speculating all around because we all still don't know. We hear a little reports. We hear a little rumors here and there. One thing I do know is, like, hockey approved a plan where they're doing, like, a 24-team playoff. Could you see the NBA potentially doing something like this and expanding uh, the playoffs or at least, you know, some play-in rounds to give more teams something to play for if the season starts? Or do you think potentially we'll see just the 16 teams come back? What's your outlook on that? I hope so. I hope they do that. I love the uh, I love the World Cup idea, the group stage for the World Cup. Uh, if you didn't read it, uh, it's kind of uh, mimicking that World Cup group stage. Like I said, the the 16 current playoff teams qualify for the group stage, which would take the place of the first round of the playoffs. And also the four teams with the next best records, which would be the tra- Damian Lillard's trailblazers, the Pelicans, the Kings and the Spurs. So you get, uh, you get Dame and you also get Zion if you do it this way. Uh, and then the remaining 10 teams would be done for the season. So the Knicks would be done for, for the year mm-hmm. yeah, uh, and tiers would be created using the regular season standings to ensure competitive balance between the groups teams would play two games against each opponent in their own group and the teams with the two best records from each group would qualify for the second round of the playoffs and then like usual uh seven game series to determine the champion from then on mm-hmm. uh chaos uh kevin o'connor from the ringer wrote out uh the tiers like the an example of the tiers he put Tier 1, Bucks, Lakers, Raptors, Clippers. Tier 2, Celtics, Nuggets, Jazz, Heat. Tier 3, Thunder, Rockets, Pacers, Sixers. Tier 4, Mavericks, Grizzlies, Nets, Magic. Tier 5, Blazers, Pelicans, Kings, Spurs. And I really liked it because if you want to see, like, a great example of it, go to Kevin O'Connor's article from The Ringer. He puts out, like, possible group draws, like, group 1, 
Bucks, Jazz, Sixers, Grizzlies, Blazers. Group two has Lakers, Heat, Rockets, Magic, Pelicans. We could get, we could see Zion and against LeBron in that series. That would be great, I think. And then group three, Raptors, Celtics, Thunder, Mavs, Spurs. Group four, Clippers, Nuggets, Pacers, Nets, Kings. So uh, I think it's a great idea. I'd love to see it. Uh, with all that said, I think they'll probably just stick to the traditional mm-hmm. right. Uh I don't think the NBA is going to do something that outlandish. Uh, that, that idea was article that came out recently. Uh, I, I agree with Annie. I think that the season's probably going to be canceled. Uh, all the talk about how the NBA wants to get to 70 games, man, they'd look, they'd look really foolish if they just came back to get to 70 games to regular season. And like you said, Dame Lillard isn't going to come back. If he knows the playoffs aren't an option, he shouldn't do that either. Yeah. I think a lot of guys are going to look at it like, like that. Why would you play for no reason? like that so yeah I guess um, uh, my, yeah. my example is you know with a young team young players you want to see they might be motivated but you're, you're making a good point that you know the Knicks would be like one of the few few teams where that would even you know make sense um, and then you know you think about guys like Bobby Portis Alfred Payton uh, Wayne Ellington, and guys who have that that extra year on their deal you know with the team option why would they want to play? Cause you know, they get hurt, they get screwed. Um, so yeah, no, that, uh, that's a good point. I didn't, didn't bring up early on, but, but, uh, but that makes a lot of sense. And, and Danny, as far as the, the playing that, as far as putting Mitch in the starting lineup, putting Knox in the starting lineup, like you said, that also only matters if Mike Miller changes the way he was coaching the team, mm-hmm. because if he's, if he's still trying, if he's still, going to coach the team the way he was coaching. Yeah, mm-hmm. Bobby Portis is going to play. Alfred mm-hmm. Payton's going to play more minutes than anybody else. You know, so Julius Randle is going to handle the ball more than anyone else. <laughs> so nothing's going to change. And honestly, I don't really need to fucking see 10 more games of that or five more games of that, whatever it's going to be. I'm with you on that, Chip. Uh, and I've been with, with that mindset is, you know, as positive a thing it would be back, you know, nice to see, you know, all the teams back and playing games like this. Our season's done. You know, it's no point of coming out and playing. I understand what you're saying there, Danny, though. There could be some benefits. Could be something that the Knicks can see something from the player and get a little bit more of inflation. But let's say if it is something like five games, I don't know what you're going to get from just five games anyway. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the, I don't want to see another Julius Randle spin move this year. Um, I don't think I can take it. I don't think I could tweet about it anymore. You know, literally <laughs> the most easiest thing to predict. I'm done seeing the spin move for this season. Um, but I, it is nice, though, that, you know, they can get to the field a little bit more, I guess, like normal. Uh, but I, I, don't, I don't see them come back and playing any games because what's the point? You know, what's the point of them to go out there and play some games? I know competitors, the players themselves, you know, and I know something like in Lord, if there's no point of playing, why would I, you know, have that itch just to go out there and play? But we'll see a lot of that. We'll see a lot of guys say, I'm anything, so screw it. You're not going to see these guys anyway. Uh, yeah. It's just, it's happened, you know. It, it's, it's just not going to, you know, work out. 
I'm done with the Knicks this season and to move on, go continue on through with the off season kind of where I'm with that. So, you know, it's nice that they can get to the facility. They can shoot around. They can do some things again that I don't see them playing. And even if they expanded it or did something, you know, where the practice games and all that, players are not going to take the risk of having, you know, it's just not worth it. It's too murky. It's not going to happen. And that's like the next season is. They can get back to the facilities, but that's as far as it's going to go. We're not going to see the Knicks play another game until whenever the season starts because there's talks that next year may not start on time. They might push it to December, depending on how long the playoffs will kind of run. They do come back. You know, again, it's really hard to talk about this because it's, you know, other sports like details on some of their plans. You know, I've seen hockey, baseball, what they're planning on doing. Basketball has kind of just continued that same message of we have hope. We're optimistic the season can start. We have heard a little reports about what they're trying to do. Uh, there's still nothing, though, that's clear about what's going on with the season, which is a little frustrating at, at times. Um, you know, speaking of if they come back, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but I've seen where instead of doing, you know, like a World Cup thing or – um, you know, practice games, whatever, they'll jump right into the playoffs. But the latest rumor that I've seen, I don't know if you guys have seen it, we're talking about just putting these 16 teams in the playoffs uh, where there's no more Eastern or Western Conference. So I've seen something where like the Lakers would be matched up against Brooklyn in the first round or something like that. I don't quite get what that would do. I don't get why they would just not keep the Eastern and Western Conference thing. Well, I think the reason for the reason for that is because they've they've talked about getting rid of East and West and right. one through sixteen forever. Yeah. And if you're ever going right. to do it now, is you know when when there is no travel, there's right. no yeah. there's no travel to contend with. You know you don't have you're not going to have the Lakers going back and forth between Brooklyn and, and Los Angeles. This is you know if you are ever going to give that a try, now would be the the time. And then also what they can do, um, I think. I, I don't have the standings in front of me, but I think like the Pelicans, would they knock out somebody in the East possibly? Because I like, there's no way they're doing the playoffs without Zion Williamson. I like that. I'll, I'll bet my life on that. There's no way they're doing the playoffs without Zion Williamson. He's probably Especially the way they were playing at the end of the year. The Pelicans were yeah, rising exactly. up and climbing up the stairs and playing really he's well. He's probably one of the top three most important players in the NBA right now. Uh, I think probably you have LeBron, uh, Giannis, and then Zion, probably three in terms of like the guys they want to market and the guys they want to put out there. I mean, Zion's, you know, he's right, right at the top. Maybe I'm over, overestimating him at three, but you get my point. They want Zion in the playoffs. And I think that's why Chip, uh, what you brought up with the, the kind of the, the world cup group stage type thing. I think that is a very interesting idea. And I, I do want to see it. I think that's a very cool way to, you know, kind of make this season like, kind of just make make the best of what has happened so far this season. But the one thing that I worry about with that is if that there, if there was any format that would widely be put like with an asterisk, I think the group stage, hundred percent, a lot of people are going to say that's not a real championship. It doesn't count because you already know 
you know, the Bucks, Clippers, or the Lakers. Those three teams are, pro- are you know, top three teams in the league. They're probably going to advance out of the group stage. But if one of those teams doesn't because they lose, like, a fluky game or something like that, everyone's going to say, And oh, they're not the champion. I'm, then they're not I, the champion. I agree. So I'm just saying, yeah. if you do a group stage, people aren't going to people aren't going to take that champion seriously. Ah. I just think whatever is going to happen. The anyway, Houston Rockets gonna... lost a fluky game where they went 0 of 27 on threes, and no one says, "Oh, they should have been the champion," right? Like, but my point is, you're you're changing the format so much. You're like, I'm of the I, I personally think whoever wins wins. Like this year is so right. crazy; it's so different. I'm okay just doing whatever we have to do to get a champion. But if it's a group stage, a large number of NBA fans are going are gonna to just say it's not, you know, they won, but it's not a real championship. And obviously a lot of that has to do with narrative. Like, like in that scenario where I say if the Lakers say the Lakers, you know, shit the bed and they don't make it but, out of the group stage, every Lakers fan of all time is going to be saying it doesn't count because it's not the real but, thing. We would have won a seven-game series. We Danny. It's people. I'm telling you, people are gonna put an ass. No, you're right. People There's always gonna like, be people like that. Right. There's people yeah. who think yeah. that the Raptors championship last year didn't count because because yeah. the Warriors yeah. KD and uh, Clay Thompson got hurt. So there's always gonna be people everybody. like that. Exactly. That's Somebody's true. always gonna always. That's gonna true. I just think it's saying. gonna be way more widespread and way more mainstream for people to uh, to give it an asterisk if they go with the group stage. I just think. The Spurs. By the way, the Nets and Magic both have more wins than the Pelicans. Okay, right. That would be that would be a problem. That would be a problem. Yeah, because they have they have to get Zion in. Like I, I, I'll. That's the that's the. Okay, like everything I'm saying today, you can take it with a grain of salt because I don't know. I don't know more than anyone else. It's we're everything's still up in the air. But the one thing I will I will bet my life on right now is that Zion Williamson will be playing in the playoffs. Because they're not going to leave as them out. he should be. Yeah, it's it's more it's more entertaining. That's what everybody wants to see. Put him in. I mean, if you got to do a play-in tournament where you know you're only maybe getting one or two games out of him, it is what it is. But they're going to have to. They're, the they're getting four, another game out of him. Maybe yeah, maybe two play-in games. Like what's it for the Pelicans two, against Nets, and then. Seven what through ten, it? seven through ten, yeah, and yeah. they go. They go for you know those last two seeds in each yeah, yeah. each conference. Yeah. There's different ways they can do it, um, and obviously the group stage you get, you know whatever it is, four uh, Zion games guaranteed. This one yeah. you would maybe only get you know a couple, but still I think there's like there's no way the NBA is letting Zion play or go without you know another game this year. They they have yeah. to do it. It's too and, much. And it's too much money. If they're gonna do it, and I kind of, I'm, I'm agreeing with you, Chip, on, on the World Cup thing. I, I'm very intrigued by that. I think you know you can expand it a little bit more here. You can get teams to play more games because when you get to an actual kind of playoff series, they have a few, they have eight games under their belt, right? And, and the yeah. terms of, mm-hmm. and, I, and that's why I love it. I think it could work, and I think the NBA and I reports where they're considering something like this. I would jump on it because that's a way to get some of these teams into the playoffs here. And you, you have a chance to let some of those teams that were kind of right there knocking on the door, at least give them another chance to kind of get inside the playoffs. I like it. I hope they expand. I think they should expand it, to be honest, uh, instead of jumping into the 16 teams or the eight from the East, eight from the West. 
uh, whatever the heck it is, you know, I, I would, I would expand it in some way because I hear what you guys are saying. Um, you don't want like somebody like, and I, the Pelicans are the example we're using because they were so hot. You know, they started yeah, really. That's why. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, exactly. That's you why they see, should expand it. Right. Yeah. And you want to see. That's, I was just going to get back into it. Right. I was just going to say that's the, uh, the exactly what Gary Bettman said today. And when he was talking about is the NHL and why they're going to 24 teams. And he, he basically said, obviously some people are going to have a problem with it because it's not, you know, traditional, traditional, but mm-hmm. he thinks that those 24 teams, all 24 of them, even some of them maybe had an outside chance, you know, maybe not great at getting it. He said, you know, at the time that the league was shut down, those 24 teams all had a legitimate chance to make like, at least, you know, a puncher's chance to make the playoffs, which right. you, I know I'm, I'm thinking of it as, like, they, they just want to yeah. put Zion on TV, which I think is true. But at the other time, like, they, the Pelicans, it's unfair to them to just, you know, sorry, 16, you're out, when they were, you know, playing the best That's basketball of the season. Yeah. Right. Yeah, especially you know, when they started out bad without mm-hmm. Zion. So yeah, I don't think I'm telling anybody this. 2020 itself is not a traditional way. Everything about this year so far has been totally bizarre. I think it is a time to try to do something a little bit different, at least from this year. The terms of is there an asterisk? Is it an asterisk championship? I've talked about this a lot on my radio show, and I can't. There's there is there isn't an asterisk because everybody's dealt the same cards. Everybody had to do the same thing. Actually. You know, and then you get some that say, well, some teams can benefit from this more than others having some time. Like the 76ers, you know, Ben Simmons, nobody knew what the hell was going to be with him with his back. And then, bam, the league gets shut down and he has this time to recover. You know, there's always those reports of how late this actually runs into when the season starts. Is it possible that Nets can get Kevin Durant back in and playing? You know, they can add Durant to their roster and jump in and the Nets could benefit from this this delay. So there's things that you can say are you know beneficial for some of these teams but still it's the cards that everybody was dealt everybody had to go through this so like you said chip so if somebody's going to bitch about something it's the way it is somebody's always not going to be happy about way something is but it's you you can't handle it it's the cards that were dealt whoever wins wins that's just my outlook on it that's the way i've been looking on it the counterpoint to that is that you know everyone's dealt the same cards they shouldn't be dealt the same cards because the Bucks were, you know, a hundred games in front of everybody else. They should benefit somehow, which, you know, you would at home court advantage throughout the playoffs, obviously can't do that anymore, but you're putting, if you put them into this group stage, you're putting them on equal footing with the Blazers who were, were the Blazers even over 500, but you know, like by the time the, the season ended, right. it's like, why are, so. why, why are the Bucks and the Blazers on equal footing in that group stage? And I'm just, be, I'm playing devil's yeah, advocate. You're saying I what actually, some, some will say, right. Yeah. Gun to my head. I think I would prefer the group stage because you get more games, more matchups, more things like that. And then you still have your 16, team playoff so i'm okay with the group stage i'm just kind of like i'm trying to rack my brain for all the the counter arguments and you know different counterpoints right now and and i and i i understand somebody probably will say something like that but my point is to those do you want the season to return or not Mm -hmm. if you want the season to return then that's the way it's going to be you live with it and there's no asterisk now if you're that concerned about that then just cancel the whole damn season and we don't finish it can't have it both ways 
you got to make that damn decision. Which one do you want? You want the season to return or you don't? It's, it's a tough thing, and I, I think no matter what they do, somebody's not going to be happy. You know, and I think a fair way to do it, though, is to expand the playoffs this year. I do like that aspect of it. I do think to give some of the teams that were kind of knocking on the door a fighting chance to give them an opportunity to kind of get back and play for something. I, I think that would be a very smart move by the NBA. I, the more I've looked at it and read some of these things up on it, and I read on it, you know, a, a few hours ago looking at some of it, and at first I was like, that's a little strange. But the more I thought about it, you give more teams an opportunity to get it and get in and play for something i'm all in for that i hope the nba does expand something like that now with the the fans that are kind of oh there's an asterisk to it you got to make a decision do you want the league to come back or not because if you're saying i want the league to come back can't have it both ways just doesn't work that way you gotta live with it it's the cards that were dealt everybody kind of has to deal with it and i I get you know the bucks were playing great basketball they had the best record in, in the nba and now they kind of got on hold. And one thing that can be very concerning about that is, you know, when you hear reports about what players are doing, the last time I heard about Giannis, they asked him if he's been getting shots up, and he says, I don't have a court. I don't have anywhere to go. They're all closed. So who knows if somebody like Giannis has had an opportunity to play, he might come back and look like pure dog crap, you know, not having any any time to work on his game for these two months. You know, it, it – you can screw some teams over, but that's part of it. Same thing as, as Chip said last year, people are calling the Raptors championship and with an asterisk because, you know, you had injuries to Kevin Durant, you had injuries to, to Clay Thompson, but guess what? Sometimes that's just a part of the game and it happens and you've got to live with it. You know, it, it's same thing as big as a LeBron fan I am, right? That, that 2015 finals when he loses Kevin Love in the first round and loses Kyrie Irving, as bad as I want to say, you know, I think he wins that championship if he has those guys with him. It was the cards that he was dealt with. There's no asterisk. They got hurt. It's part of the game. It happens. It's the same thing kind of here. It does suck, but nobody's seen this coming. If you want the season to come back, that's, that's kind of my bottom line with it is you can't have it both ways. You want the season back, you got to deal with the cards that we were dealt. That's my take on it. That's been my take on it for the last several weeks because this has been something – that is, it's got a lot of people thinking, well, is there a fair way to do it? I think one fair way to do it, though, is to expand and give teams like a Pelican team mm-hmm. an opportunity. Shoot, I know the Spurs were more than likely not going to make the playoffs, but I mean, they made the playoffs for how long now? You know, consecutive years. Give that, I think they, they kind of deserve chance, a chance yeah. to, to get into it. They weren't completely out of it. There were a few games, you know what I mean? That you, you, they deserve just because of their pedigree and, and the dynasty that they've had over these years to give them a chance to get into the playoffs as well. Teams deserve that opportunity. I wouldn't just jump into the 16 teams. I would find a way to expand it. Pool play makes sense. Again, you get eight games. You get eight games to get you ready for the actual playoff. Yeah, those games are important because you got to win in order to move on. But the point is you can also kind of get your feet wet playing some games. And then when you get to the regular kind of 16 teams, you know, you're a little bit better, uh, you know, in game shape at that point. It's still going to be an issue, but you at least get a little bit of time. You know, maybe – and, again, I keep going into this topic every time we kind of talk about an update of this. You know, I, I hope they do something where they can play some, uh, like, preseason-type games to get them some time to kind of get used to being out there and playing. Going – you know, this is past 10 weeks 
going on 11, 12 weeks, that's a long time to be sitting and not playing any basketball games. To jump in and then go, okay, you guys got to play a meaningful game right away, that's a little tough to do. It may be the only option. It, again, I could be saying what I just said to somebody that was complaining about an asterisk. Those are the cards that are dealt. They might just have to deal with it if there's no other way around it. But thinking about a restart for the season, I'm thinking, is there a way where even the teams that are still eligible to play for a playoffs, because they play some practice games against each other, you know, just to get going and get used to competing again, or is that going to take too much time to finish out the season? It's, it's very tricky, and I think what makes this very tricky itself, again, is information is slowly being kind of released by the NBA. It's, it, it's not much information. Any update, we keep getting told we have optimistic, uh, hopes to return to the season. We have some plans in place, but other than what we're hearing, we're not sure. And it makes this very, very difficult to kind of try to figure out, um, you know, and it's just so many question marks because everybody's going to have a question mark. Well, what about this? What about this? What about this? You know, it, it's, it's very difficult. It's very difficult. So it's interesting and to see what the league is going to do. They're never going to be able to please everyone with, you exactly. know, with, with whatever they do. And people complain about, you know, oh, the regular season doesn't matter. The regular season doesn't matter. I think like canceling this season to make sure that next season is okay would just be ridiculous at this point. Um, they got to figure out a way to finish it, you know, by hook or by crook, they, you know, they got to crown a champion. And I, I was like kind of toying around in my head about, you know, would they maybe since, you know, this is going to be different than normal, would they maybe change it from, you know, it's not the NBA finals. It's, you know, like the Kobe Bryant cup or something different like that, but there's too oh, much, God, there's too, there's too much marketing. There's too much, uh, there's too much brand stuff, you know, like they, it, they need to hand the NBA finals, you know, like they need to have a, a finals. It's just such a big marketing thing. They like, that would never happen. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm like, I'm interested to see what happens. I kind of, I kind of am rooting for that, that, uh, that group stage format just to kind of see what it's like. I think I, I would either, either that or the one through 16 reseeding. I'll, I'll take that in some form with like, you know, the playing games and shit like that. I would be mm -hmm. okay with that because uh, I, I, I do at this point, I do kind of want to see him mix it up a little bit and, figure something out to keep it interesting yeah you're right if there would ever be a time to do it it'd be now but again the i mean even during a regular season the the old man yelling at the at the cloud crew is always complaining that the regular season mm -hmm. doesn't mean anything so i mean that's that's always going to happen yeah that's load never management so mm -hmm. yeah that's never going to happen as long as the as long as teams are being run as long as the players are running the league the way they are now. True. But, uh, yeah, but I don't know. I, I'd like to see the, the World Cup thing. I'd like to see the group stage thing. But I, I like your idea, too. I like the reseeding. And like you said earlier, if there's ever time to do it, it's now because you don't have to worry about the travel. Either right. way, I'd love to see it. So uh, I've been... I just don't want them to go back and play regular season games again. I just right. don't see the need. Just go right into the playoffs. Like the the NHL is the right idea there. Just go right into the playoffs. You know, and I, I've been looking for uh, the, the reseeding just to see, and, and somebody like the Pelicans wouldn't be out. It would be the top eight from the East, top eight from the West, and they mix them up. Uh, that's the way they would do it, uh, according to the latest reseeding plan, or mm -hmm. one of the things that have been discussed. I, you know. 
couple of weeks ago, not thinking about another plan to kind of expand it, I would have said, okay, you can do that, whatever. But the fact that you have something presented on the table here that could work, I, I think it is the time to try uh, a group kind of play. It doesn't, it's not going to be the permanent way, but for this season with the circumstances, it kind of gives those teams a fighting chance. Makes most sense to me. I do think it's something that you can kind of change. Uh, and I'm right there with you, Chip. I don't think we can do regular season games. I don't, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see, I don't want to see the Hornets out there again. I don't want to see the freaking Knicks out there again. I don't, I don't want yeah. to kill us. What the hell are they playing for? The, the, the ping pong balls? I mean, come on. It's just, it's, I love my Knicks, and I, I know, you know, no matter what, I watch every single freaking game, and if they come back and they have games, I'm going to watch, no doubt, but I'd rather not see them happen to come back and play some games. It just it doesn't make any sense. Um, let's jump into the playoffs, but I think the NBA really should consider – looking to expanding the playoffs a little bit here, kind of like what NHL did, even if it's with this group play or what. But there's some teams there that I think were kind of knocking at the door that should have the opportunity to kind of fight for a, a playoff seating. Because we don't know. If they're two games back and there were 15 games left, something could happen. You know, they could have been a playoff team. We don't know. I think they deserve the chance to kind of try to get themselves in through something. I would love the Grizzlies to were slumping. The Grizzlies mm-hmm. were slumping I, and the Pelicans were streaking. So, yes. It's only fair. Fair, fair is that, fair, yeah. But it's just that it, it is interesting because that's I've I've seen that talked about. You know, like I said, on my radio show, I, I've seen it. You know, heard it on other radio shows. It's it's the asterisk debate, and it's just I I just don't think it, it, it's it's part of it right now. And I know this hurts some teams more than it hurts others. Like again, I get that there's teams that are actually benefiting from this time off. You know, that gives them a chance to get some of their players healthy again. And then some teams that were just rolling kind of lose that momentum, and it sucks. But there's nothing that we can do about it. It is what it is. You know, if you want the season to go, you can't have both work. You can't just crown whoever – you can't crown the Bucks the champion, right, because they had the best regular season record when this all ended. you got to determine it somehow, and that's kind of just life. you just got to roll with it. So I guess this is the part of the podcast here where we have our, our – our, I guess this became a kind of a tradition here. The last call, uh, last thoughts, last, uh, last, um, anything you want to get off your mind here. Uh, what's here? Chip, Daddy, you guys got anything else you would like to add before we wrap it up? Um, nothing, nothing. I don't, nothing specific. Nothing to add, really. I just want to hammer in that point that that we will see another Zion Williamson. Uh, we will see another Zion Williamson game this year. That I think if you're if you're worried about that like I'm sure a few NBA fans out there are, we will see more Zion. That's all I got. I hope. Yeah, fingers crossed. I hope, I hope fingers so. Crossed. We'll say that. I, I like so. watching the Pelicans this year. I did. You know, when, they, when, when I got Zion back, things became mm-hmm. more interesting. I would like to see him have a shot. You know? Chip, he lived up to the hype and more. I remember yeah. I was not to, not to drag this out too long. But I was going home from a Knicks game. That one game, was it? It might have been. Was it his first game where he hit like four threes in the third quarter? Yeah. And that yeah. I was. I that was, was on the first game. Yeah, yeah. Didn't I was on jump. the train. I was on the train, <laughs> watching on my phone 
like as my phone was about to die and like I was on my way home from a Knicks game and I was like every three he was like holy shit and I'm like looking around the train car like <laughs> is anyone else seeing this and people are like this dude, <laughs> this dude is nuts <laughs> I, I, I gave up on it because I, I remember going into that game you know people were calling in and say hey how do you think you know of course Zion's you know locally here he went to high school yeah he's a big guy down there from uh, our radio station so he actually does actually some voice voice promos for our station. We have them on all the time, um, you know. So he's a big deal here, and people were calling in saying, "How do you think he's going to do?" And I was like, you know, to be honest, I wouldn't expect this big kind of debut. He hasn't played in months, you know. <laughs> it, it just, it's. I don't think it's going to be as the hype that everybody's hoping for. And I can hear people calling him a bust after one game. I could really see this happening. I hope people don't. But I, I wouldn't have high expectations. And I'm watching the first half, and I was like, yep, I was right. He's kind of disappointing tonight. But it's no big deal. He'll be fine. Shut the TV off, went to bed, woke up the next morning and found out that he had, like, 21 points in the third or fourth quarter, whatever it was. And I was like, oh, shoot. I, I turned it on, like, uh, I'm not exaggerating. I turned it on. 15 seconds before he hit like the first shot in that run where he just went off and so it was like I I turned it on and just at the perfect moment so just for that reason alone and that memory that I have I want to see more Zion Williamson this year he's I really do. incredible he really is incredible I really do I hope they expanded that I can't wait to Saturday because I'm going to continue on this on with the you know the show kind of discuss with people and kind of uh, advocate, I guess, and push for this. I think the NBA should expand it a little bit more here, make it a little bit more exciting, give some teams some chances. I like it. And that's kind of where I'll leave it at. We'll wrap it up this week, and we'll be back next week for another episode of the Nick State of Mind podcast.